You're listening to Getting Started with NFTs, superpowered by NFT365, a curated collection of episodes specifically for the NFT newbie, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. Getting Started with NFTs is superpowered by the ADHD coin on Rally.io. Here's your podcast episode and your host, Brian Fenzo. All right, welcome back to another episode. It is Tuesday, and uh, I'm ready for Taco Tuesday. I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, before we go into Taco Tuesday, I wanted to talk. I want to talk about something that's become a buzzword, or some people are using it as a buzzword, but I don't believe it can be a buzzword, and we have to really think about this hard in the NFT space, especially, and that's the word community. And before you think of this as like a fluffy, like high level community conversation, I'm actually going to go completely in the other direction. And part of that going in the other direction for this conversation um, is really because, you know, depending, being dependent on uh, the aspect of building community for the launch of NFT projects, most people, when they think about community right now, it feels like they're focused on pre-launch, getting enough people involved in the project, you know, launching the project, either at minting the project and then the art reveal. And then they, they use things like, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to build the community. We're going to, you know, do merch drops. We're going to be active in the community. But the thing that's really missing is for a lot of community members comes down to this basic concept of what's in it for them and is the community that you're trying to build focus around the founders of the project, the people within the discord or the ultimate mission and purpose that everyone is coming together for. And I will tell you, there's only one right answer there because if you're building a network, you build a network around people and networks come together because they are brought together by the people that are around them and you are invited by somebody to come into it and therefore you know a network has massive value but a network uh, does not is not really self-sustaining and it's not something that is um, ultimately something that can continue to thrive no matter who comes and who goes and in this nft space when your most active member in your discord sells their NFT because it's life-changing money or because of, uh, of their life circumstances have changed, what does that do for your discord? What does that do to the environment? What does that do to those around you? And I'm not talking about what does it do as far as inspiring others to sell, which it might. I'm actually talking about what does it do for that reason that people actually show up within the actual discord? Why are they there? What are the things that they care about? What are the people that they care about? And so when we're thinking about community in the sense of what we're referring to it here within the NFT space, it can't be built around the founders because no community built up from the top down will ever survive when they're trying to scale. Let me say that again. No community built from the top down will survive when trying to scale if that is the case. And a great example of that is if only the moderators and only the core team are the ones that welcome new members and foster conversation or help create the channels that you have within your Discord. If it's only your moderation members and your core team, 
then you're ultimately not building a community. You are building, uh, in most cases, uh, a network or even it's just a, it's a group that's being led by a few core people. And, and it can be very successful in many cases, especially in the short term. But if we're thinking about long-term success, right, we're, we're looking at our roadmap and we're saying 12 months, 24 months from now, what do these projects look like? We have to go beyond that top-down model. Now, the second thing I mentioned was this idea, is it, is it built by the individuals that are part of the, of the discord? And the problem with doing it that way is also with when certain people leave, then you're going to have an issue. But even more so, when certain po- people join and all of a sudden there starts to be clicks or groups within groups. And we've all seen that within communities, within um, you know, different things that evolve, right? When all of a sudden you know, everybody's coming together and then there's this one person or multiple people that come in and they steal like kind of the energy, the, the room kind of gets drained from what's going on. And that usually is the sign of a community that is not built uh, from a true community sense, it's really just uh, a, a few certain people that are leading charges and creating small groups within the walls of, say, your Discord. And I'm a big believer in the exclusivity element, right? I think there's uh, something we can lean in on in this space when it comes to community is we can start really connecting the dots, right? So like if you're the properties of your NFTs, let's say that the, you have a very rare property. Maybe it's the, um, you have a giraffe, and you only have a certain number of giraffes in your, uh, in your giraffe NFT project that um, have a rainbow mane. And what about the idea of bringing them together? Everyone that has a rainbow mane can have their own little channel within a Discord. I actually think those, those elements are really powerful, right? Because it's not one person bringing together these people within your community, but it's like a single quality, right? I'm a, I'm a crypto dad and my, I have a crypto dad with a Kobe Bryant jersey and it's called the girl dad, um, crypto dad. And for me, one of the things that I think, and I, I've str- expressed my opinion on this is that I, I think the everyone having a Kobe dad, we should all kind of get together in the uh, community within uh, crypto dads. I think there's something um, beautiful in there. Right? I think there's beautiful uh, about that. But I think the the problem when we see that, when we see these little niches within a community, is that they become like the cool kids club, or they become the in crowd and the out crowd. And we know what happens in those scenarios. The out crowd stops showing up. The in crowd starts picking off their own. And very shortly, the, the one percenters are the, really the only ones that care. And so the third one here is the piece of a community that I believe every project has to focus on. And this is not easy. It does not happen in a short amount of time. And it's why I argue that flash of lightning NFT project that you're trying to create, we're going to give away a Lamborghini in your Discord, will never build a true community. You do have to have those 100 true fans, those 1,000 true fans that are going to help build that community around this common purpose and this shared passion. And I believe making sure that that common, that shared passion and purpose is something that is integrated, repeated over and over again is really a core aspect of NFT communities. And, you know, I've teased at the fact that I've reached the, the limit of Discord servers multiple times um, this month. And, you know, it's 200 if, you're, if you have the Nitro account. And for those that don't know, I think the Nitro is definitely worth uh, the, the money there over in Discord. I don't get any money for saying that. I just, I really like being able to somehow have some of the custom profiles for each server and a couple of those type of things that exist um, with your Nitro package. But on top of that, 
you know, the thing that I, I really look at when we're looking at communities is I, have, I belong to a lot of discords that have a lot of people talking in the same discord, but I don't belong to a lot of discord channel, a lot of discord servers that have a community that have a lot of people sharing and growing underneath the umbrella of this common purpose and this shared passion. And I will say, you might be asking, like, what does that mean, the common purpose? And the common purpose can be something like, uh, you know, we're all coming together because we believe in the monetization of creators. I know Gary Henderson, who's listening right now, has has the, uh, uh, the draft community over there, uh, the Gary Club. And that's one of the, his core pieces. Is That's his, his mantra. But it's also for those that are in that community looking at this idea of creator monetization and how do we, how do we share tips and, and, and accountability for that. And that's an important aspect. And when you're growing that, you're welcoming people in, not because they want to be a part of that club or that because they just believe in Gary or they have a friend in there, but they ultimately, that may be their entry point. But the reason they stay is because they have a shared purpose. They understand where you're going there. So yeah, definitely check out uh, what Gary Henderson, I'll put Gary's, uh, the drafts in the, uh, in, in the link here. Um, I have, uh, you know, full disclosure, I have many of them over in my OpenSea. I'm a big believer in that community. Gary also has the Gary coin over at uh, uh, Discord, or over at rally.io. So definitely check out that as well. Um, Gary has really been pushing the envelope and innovating in some really cool places. And uh, I'm thankful for you know him being someone that I can text and we bang uh, ideas off each other on a regular basis. We uh, do some clubhouse rooms as well. And I, and I really love that core element. And so the, I mentioned that core purpose. And then the other piece of this is the core passion. And when I say that usually on stages, I get a lot of people that nod their head. But if I reached out to the audience and said, hey, are you, the communities that you're a part of, do they have a shared passion? Most of them would say yes. But if I asked them what that passion is, I think a lot of them would, would be unsure. And what I mean by passion, and, and really the passion has to be connected to a desired outcome. And I usually reverse engineer this to this idea that I believe, and here's, here's the, the staple of this episode that I want you guys to really, really hone in on. Every single community that, that is being built right now has, must have a clear definition of what success looks like for every member of that community. What does success look like? And then what are our goals along the way that are going to help us to achieve this success? And then on top of that, how are we measuring these goals to achieve this success? This is why, in my opinion, I believe there are a lot of projects that will not sell out on their official mint for the first 10,000 that will be the most successful projects we will see in the NFT space. Yeah, you heard that right here. I don't think, I don't think that's an opinion you're going to hear a lot of places. And the reason I believe that is because I believe those that are, are, are sticking it through, that are part of that original mint, that understand the purpose and the passion of that community, and they believe in the, in the greater mission and, and, and putting in the work, as that community grows, as they do their second mint, as they roll out the next version of their roadmap, as they you know, adapt into the 2.0 version or they turn it into um, you know, multiple NFTs can create babies and those type of things, all of a sudden, the grassroots, the people that have been there the whole time have ownership in that community. Right now, the thing that I believe is missing is the NFT gives us ownership of the greater project yet many of us don't feel or don't understand what that ownership means. And I will say I'm guilty of it as well. 
I was disappointed in a couple of the projects that I'm a part of that when I was in NFT NYC, that they didn't do a meetup. They didn't bring people together. And you know what? I was sitting around with my good buddy, Drew, who's working with me on a lot of these projects. And I said, Drew, do you know who do we have to blame for that project not doing a meetup? Ourselves. Because if we believe in the true art of community is not based on the leadership or the top down, we believe it is about every core member coming together with that shared purpose and that common passion, we must take it upon ourselves to do that meetup. We must take it upon ourselves to create and, and develop the culture that we want to be a part of, that we want to thrive. And if we aren't being the ones that practice in that, if we're not the ones that are, are developing that and leaning in and, and demonstrating that, who the hell are we to complain about something not being done? And I found myself complaining that the founders didn't do something for us while preaching the importance of everybody that's in this group is part of the ownership and part of the core team. And to me, this is it. Like, this is, it. It, it, this is the, the true you know, power in what we're doing and the true power in where this movement is going. And so for me, I just want to say like for all those that are you know, listening here um, on the podcast, I'm going to talk a lot about community um, in this podcast, but I'm also going to talk about it in different uh, perspectives. Community in the regards of launching a project, community in the regards of evaluating a project you want to join, community as in the greater community of the NFT community. I believe we are at a really weird spot where we talk a lot about the artists and we talk a lot about the developers, yet I believe the place that is being neglected probably the most right now are artists and they're not enough developers that understand Web 3.0 to actually make an impact and make a difference. Yeah, you heard that right. And so when we look at this element of community, I think we also have to look at projects. When we're building this out from a project launch perspective, what are we doing in the foundation building of the project to make the purpose of everything very hardcore and driven, but also empowering everyone to feel like they have ownership and we're sharing in that common passion? And I, I do believe that requires us to define what success looks like before we ever launch our community. So for everyone that's out there thinking about launching their own NFT project, I challenge you, write down on a piece of paper, what does success of our community look like? And then I want you to write down on a piece of paper, what are the goals that we would actually be able to measure, key word measure, that would allow us to determine if we are on the right path to achieve said success? And then last but not least, is what are we doing to incentivize, to motivate, and to celebrate the examples of that success that are happening in our community? We should, we should, without a question, without question, go out of our way to amplify, to celebrate, and really to, you know, really make sure that people understand where we are going, how things are going to make an impact, and really what that difference looks like. So hopefully you guys got a little taste of that as far as community here. I just want to say on the last episode, I love that a bunch of you are jumping in on that ADHD coin uh, link that you see um, there in the episode. Uh, I'm going to tease this out for you guys that are listening right now on this episode. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more drops of uh, ADHD coin, and I'm going to be doing things like keywords, right? I'm going I'm to tell you, ask you guys, like, you know, what was the word, uh, you know, that I said at this point, or you know, what are the things that I did here? And uh, my goal is to kind of give out uh, coin there, but I also want to make sure 
that we're giving out and amplifying people based on the things that they're doing. And so I will ask, you know, people that are, everyone that's listening to this, I, you know, I treasure and I, I appreciate everyone that's listening. I appreciate you for leaving a review um, on, you know, any of the podcasting apps. I appreciate you for holding ADHD coin. But I'm gonna have, I, have a, I have another little ask for you. And this ask is simply, if there's something that, that is said on this podcast, something that you learn uh, in, within the podcast, don't just talk about, hey, you know, sharing the podcast out with your friends. It's very nice of you. But I would love for you to say, hey, this key phrase or this ideology or this was this was the statement that allowed the light bulb to go off. Because I believe in this whole world right now, it's easy to add to the noise by just promoting things that are out there. But if we really are, are good and do our due diligence in sharing the, 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 the processes and the things that really impact us, I believe that is how we're going to make a, a massive difference. That's how we're going to do um, some really cool things here, uh, especially around this NFT 365. So with that, my friends, I say make it a great day. You know, go out of your way to let people know that you appreciate them. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you for listening to this show. Thank you for listening to Getting Started with NFTs. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me. And as always, the show is not financial advice, so do your own.